Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. After an especially emotional update, Pastor J.D. reminds us, But God, there's always hope in the Lord. He can heal vaccine injury and He can save people from the virus. But most importantly, He will save people from the deception and destruction of the sin in this world. Call upon His name and be filled with His power. Now don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May 30th, 2021. I did some research and discovered batteries are not magnetic, but will stick to a magnet because of their steel casing. I googled if there was anything magnetic in the COVID vaccine, and it said no. There was nothing magnetic. Most posts noted that it was a conspiracy theory. My husband does have something magnetic at his COVID vaccine injection site. My good friend and co-worker, age 40, previously healthy, took the Pfizer vaccine against her family's wishes. With the second dose, she woke up the next morning with half her face paralyzed, Bell's palsy. This happened two and a half months ago, and she is still going through therapy to be able to talk, eat, and her eye won't close. Her whole life has changed overnight, and she can't go back. I have been considering writing you for some time about what happened to my brother when he got vaccinated. I heard your request on today's update for experiences, and I knew I had to write. My brother, 80, had a reaction that completely changed his personality. My brother became agitated and mean after his vaccination. He knew he was in a dangerous state and shot and killed himself before he harmed anyone around him. My friend was bullied into taking the shot. She now has a heart defect. Three times the doctor said, this is from the vaccine, but we can't tell you anything about it because it's an experiment and we don't have any data. And even though they say magnets do not stick to you after, she will beg to differ. I have a photo of her with a magnet stuck to her arm at the injection site. 
I have not had the vaccine, but I have been around several people who have. And this is one that I wanted to share because it's representative of numerous responses that we got from people who have not been injected by whatever this is, and have experienced what some of the experts are now referring to as transmission. Here's her story. I have been around several people who have been vaccinated, and something that the media isn't reporting on is that the vaccine has something inside of it that is transmitting and causing those who have not had the vaccine to become ill. Not just any illness, but really ill. Women are also seeing changes in the reproductive system, myself included. I have never had any issues with my reproductive system until I returned to a work environment full of vaccinated individuals. I am experiencing abnormal bleeding, clots, and respiratory issues. All of what my OB doctor says are normal. I have found a group of thousands of other women who are also reporting the same issues, bleeding, miscarriages, clots, and extreme cramping, and they all have not been vaccinated. It is very concerning what is going on and how they are dismissing this anecdotal evidence being provided by the public. I am not an anti-vaxxer. All my kids are vaccinated. Nor am I a conspiracy theorist. We are simply sharing the truth and have no reason to spread misinformation. My personal experience with the vaccine is dealing with a close friend of mine. He was a psychiatrist. In January, he texted me that he just took the COVID immunization and hadn't grown a third eye yet. He died within 26 to 28 hours later. He was a very smart physician, 68 years old, no known medical issues. At his funeral, a peer of his told me that he started feeling bad right after receiving it. There was nothing said anywhere about him dying from the jab. The sad thing is, I'm a pharma rep, and after learning of his death, many of my co-workers still received the jab, paying no concern to him dying from it. I warned him not to get it. I warned them also. I'm a pastor, my sister a barber. She has had three clients pass away, all within two weeks of receiving the COVID shot. We live in the Jackson, Mississippi area. One was a doctor who told his wife, 
I don't think I should have taken the vaccine. Pastor J.D., I live in the small town, in a small town in Illinois. Our community recently became shocked when an elderly couple died within minutes of each other. They were all fairly well known here. This elderly couple took the vaccine, and within the first 14 days of taking the vaccine, they both got COVID and were put on ventilators. The family decided after some time to remove them because it was going to be permanent. After being removed from the ventilators, they both died within minutes of each other. My husband and I got the Moderna vax. I did not want the stupid vax, but caved because my honey did. (laughs) So when we went for the second jab, we prayed that we wouldn't experience any side effects, bad or otherwise. And God answered, we're both 71 years old. I wanted to include that one, and this one lastly, and I think you'll see why. I have a 22-year-old daughter. She is a rehab therapist in a hospital long-term care facility, who was given the Moderna COVID shot without her informed consent. This is a mom who is sharing with us about her 22-year-old daughter. Two and a half weeks post-shot, 22 years old, she lost the ability to stand and walk on her own. Almost five months later, she is still struggling to do so. She can now use a walker for short distances, but has to bear most of her weight with her arms. We would appreciate it if you could share her story with your prayer warriors as we look to the divine healer to intervene and return her body to full health. And that's how I want to end. The beginning I told you I had a message of hope, and there is hope. There is hope in the God who heals as the great physician. It's not can he, it's will he. And it's not our will, but his will be done. Please again, I would encourage you, especially those of you, and I know I have the privilege to stand before many who are true prayer warriors. I cannot thank you enough for that. I'll tell you, God can heal anyone. Please pray for these precious people. Maybe I need to just mention this just quickly. 
I know that over the last year and a half, I've maybe come off a little angry, antagonistic even. And if that's been your perception of me, I would just humbly ask for your forgiveness. I have no animosity to anyone who makes the decision to receive this injection. I don't hate anybody. I don't hate these people. I hate evil. I think what I'm just trying to say is, is that this is kind of a, on a whole new level now with these prophecy updates. I mean, I know I say it every week, and I hope you don't tire of me saying it, but we got to get people to Jesus as quickly as we can. There's no more time. The Titanic is sinking. And to do anything but get people to Jesus and Jesus to people would be akin to rearranging the furniture on the deck of the Titanic. You know, the only thing that's going to matter in the end is whether or not someone has come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ or not. That's all that matters. Our only hope is Jesus. I don't know how else to say. Jesus is your only hope. I don't think there's ever been a time when the gospel of Jesus Christ, salvation found in the person of Jesus Christ, has been more important than it is now. It's the good news. (laughs) And the good news is that Jesus, He came to this earth, and He died for you and me. He was buried, and He was in the grave, but on the third day He rose again from the dead. Before He was crucified, buried, and resurrected, He told His disciples that He was going to go, and he wouldn't leave unless he had sent the Holy Spirit after he left. In fact, he told them, I have to leave so I can send you the Holy Spirit. But he told them that he had to go, and that he was going to go and prepare a place for them, for us, in his Father's house. And there in his father's house, there are many mansions, dwelling places. And he said, if it were not so, I would have told you. But I go to prepare a place for you. And the reason I go to prepare a place for you is so that where I am, there you may be also. In other words, I'm going to come back. (laughs) I'm going to get you. And I'm going to take you as a thief in the night, as my bride. And I'm going to snatch you out of this world. And I'm going to take you to that place that I prepared. And we're going to consummate and celebrate our marriage together. Because I'm your bridegroom and you're my bride. And we're going to celebrate for a period of seven years. And then after that seven-year time frame is up, at the end of the seven-year tribulation, 
We're going to emerge from that place, that bridal chamber, as His bride. And by His side, ten thousands by His side, we're going to come back to this place with Him. In the rapture He comes for us. In the second coming He comes with us as His bride by His side. That's the good news. That's the gospel. Salvation in the person of Jesus Christ. I want to share with you the ABCs of salvation. It's a very simple explanation of salvation. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. Acknowledge your need for the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Now there's a penalty for sin. And if all have sinned, and we were all born sinners, which is why Jesus said we must be born again to see and enter the kingdom of heaven, there has to be a penalty for sin, and there is, and it's the death penalty. Romans 6.23 says, and this is the bad news, that the wages of sin is death. But here's the good news. (laughs) The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised Him from the dead. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And lastly, the C is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans ten thirteen. All who call upon the name of the Lord will, will be saved. I implore you, I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Today's the day. This is the most important decision of your life for eternal life. I plead with you, if you've never called upon the name of the Lord today, today, call upon Him. I know I've shared this. I'm going to keep sharing it. But I think when we get to heaven, (laughs) we are just going to be astounded at the number of people that have come to Christ because of this, that would not have otherwise come to Christ 
had it not been for this. What man means for evil, and this is evil, intended for evil, but God has meant it for good, for the salvation of many this day. People are getting saved. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Please stand. Yes. Loving Heavenly Father, we're in awe of You, who is like unto You, O Lord. Lord, we rest in the, the truth that You see, You know, and You care about everything that is happening in the world today. And Lord, we also rest in the truth that everything that's happening in the world today is going perfectly according to your prophetic plan. Lord, what a privilege it is for us to be even just a small part of snatching as many people out of the fire while there's still time. Please, Lord, use us. You use the foolish to confound the wise. Use us, Lord. When your eyes are searching to and fro throughout the earth, looking for hearts fully devoted to you, Lord, I hope you'll find us in that search. And I hope that when you do, that you'll use us. I hope that you'll find us like Isaiah, who would say, Here am I, Lord. Send me. Use me. And Lord, when you do, (laughs) we need the power of the Holy Spirit. The boldness, especially the boldness of the Holy Spirit. The filling, the baptism with the Holy Spirit. Because unless you do that, we cannot. One moment here, I I just have a sense that there's some here, some watching that need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You need the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. Because Now your life is powerless. All you have to do is ask. If we as earthly parents know how to give good gifts to our children when they ask, we don't give them a stone when they ask for bread. We don't give them a snake when they ask for fish. How much more will your heavenly Father give you the Holy Spirit if you would but ask. You have not because you ask not. Ask today. Ask now. He will give you the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. 
All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.